You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Shouldn't you be reading Farside comics instead? Yeah, why not? Mm. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> My name is Lynn Motes, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Gary Larson, and... <laughs> no, uh, no, no I, I'm just having some fun. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, Chris, yep. Gary. Yep. It's Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 6th, 1982. Yep. And today we're reading the 1,357th ever Garfield strip. God, that's a lot of Garfields. Wow. Well, what happened in today's it's Garfield? A hunk of burning Garfields. John, what ha- are you going to read that? Or I, I in today's Garfield, John is a hideous nightmare creature, but hey, that popcorn is surprisingly well rendered. A lot of food this week. <laughs> A lot yeah. of different kinds of food. What is this? You have food pizza, week? popcorn, watermelon. They eat they the snake. food Taxi- every day. Taxidermy bird. It's all the things that the snake ate. A bone. Mm. Yeah. That snake just loves eating. I think eating. it's the first appearance of popcorn. Do you think it's the Ouroboros? The popcorn? The snake. No, that's a snake. Well, if we see it, if we see the tail of a snake in a future Garfield, we'll mm-hmm. know that they're inside the Ouroboros. Know, yeah. Well, if you see the tail, it's the then Ouroboros it's not of because, snakes, right? Because it, it's it's eating its tail. <laughs> yeah, and right? they're inside the the snake. So if we see a right. snake tail, right. it just stretches off screen. The, we saw the head of the snake in you know. Last Sunday, yeah. and that was it. Was not uh, it wasn't the Ouroboros then, John? It was eating some yeah, other it things. It has not eaten his tail yet. Oh, oh! If it, we it see became, the tail in the future, it became, it became Ouroboros the Ouroboros. It, yeah, okay. it was too busy eating a pizza and then no, a truly. watermelon, and now popcorn. It ate everything else. It finally got to its own tail. It ate everything, <laughs> and then the snake wept, for there were no worlds left to eat. <laughs> No more melons to conquer. No more melons to conquer. (laughs) That's a good podcast. That's a good tagline. There were no more melons to conquer. (laughs) That's a good podcast. It would be a good... John? I would 100% record a melon podcast. Maybe we just talk about melons. Maybe after after we finish Sandwich Club. After Sandwich Club wrap up. Yeah, Lynn, you don't know this. We have a spinoff podcast called Sandwich Club. Well, there's going to be an episode on wraps. Oh, there so. would definitely be an episode about raps. That's a rap. Yeah, it's, that episode's titled "John Rapper's Delight." Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when we finish when we when we finish our our spinoff podcast, Sandwich Club, which is about sandwiches, we could start our our, our podcast spinoff podcast, Melon Crazy, which is about melons, which is about Gallagher, which is about breasts. <laughs> It's <laughs> gross. Um, anyway, this Garfield's all about popcorn. Is it, can I, I'm just gonna lay this marker down right up front. I think this is a quality Garfield. This is one of the best Garfields we've seen in a long motherfucking time. This is not just it, my uh, strip of the week. It might be my strip of the month. Going by the metric of like least text, yeah. it definitely is yeah. the strongest. It doesn't have a lot of words. I, in it. I like it when there aren't a lot of words. 
that's what I like. It's pictures only. Okay. That, and that's our description of the Garfield. It's just pictures, no words. <laughs> it's pictures only. Thank you and pictures good Pictures all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, panel one. John and Garfield are present. They are in Nouveau Cowpo. Lynn, you may be familiar with Stan Cowpo. You're a few hundred in. Stan Cowpo, short for standard countertop position. Oh, yes, yes, yes. John Arbuckle is Stan. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually named after Stanley Livingston. <laughs> yes. uh, I think it's referred to as SCP currently in, in my mm. world. Oh, okay, fair SCP. enough. Yeah, you got to shorten it for yeah. SCAP. It's we before we came up with a longer shortening. <laughs> Stan <laughs> Whatever, it's Stan Calpo is well known. John Arbuckle stands at left. Garfield sits on top of the countertop at right. Sometime in the 1980s, Jim Davis introduced this. I believe it was January 1st, 1980. Been, you know what? You're right. It was January yeah, 1st, we were 1980. Like, oh, this is going to be is how it is. This is how it is for out. the 1980s. <laughs> and that turned out not to be true It's at called all. Nouveau Calpo. John Arbuckle stands at the left. Garfield Apparently, standing at the right, not on the it's countertop like, anymore, yeah. but at the countertop like a it's person. When, it's when Garfield got, like, really synth-heavy. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I can probably bring this back to 1978, 1979, show the Jim Davis of then. Yeah. And it's probably, it's, it's like that Back to the Future scene, where it's, uh, it's like, you know, it's your cousin, Marvin Barry. <laughs> <looking for. laughs> that is, Yeah. You know who you know who produced this uh, those 1980s Garfields, John? Nile Rodgers, American you hero. Know, you know your cousin, Stanley <laughs> Davis. Stanley Davis. Um, you know that new countertop position you're looking for. <laughs> anyway, you, you know um, what would be you know what would you know what would be a great. I would really love that that sequence. If instead of you know saying that you know it's your cousin Stanley Barry or whatever, it's your cousin Lee Harvey Oswald. Someone has just <laughs> shot me, and now I can't assassinate future president John Kennedy. And then he dies. That's fun. That's Why a, would they be? Because it's a time travel convention, John. It's a thing people do when they go back in time. They prevent Lee Harvey Oswald from killing President Kennedy. Shut the fuck up. Oh, it's right. a fun, whimsical <laughs> notion. So the, the the thread there is that it's that's a just a, about a time thing travel. that happened in history. It's a you movie can do a lot, about time really. Travel, John. Yeah, it's a movie about. Is <laughs> you know, okay, shut okay, up. Okay, but in, you know, in contrast <laughs> to, by way of segue, in contrast to whatever you were just saying, neither John nor Garfield nor the ball, the ball, the bowl of popcorn are uh, traveling through time. No, they're not time traveling. Or assassinating well, anybody, or preventing the assassination of anybody. John, may I specify? They're not traveling through time that we know of. It's possible. Well, they're traveling. They're existing in the... I mean, they're traveling, John, you know, forward in time at the rate of one it's second possible per that hey, the, You mean one panel... Per one panel. panel per panel. It's, this is the sequence of events is time travel. It's. I feel, like. it's, I feel like we <laughs> haven't considered the possibility that the snake that has eaten the entire Garfield universe is itself a time traveling snake. We would have no way of knowing if this snake mm. travels oh, maybe backwards it's like in time. Like, 
they, they have to stay inside the snake mm, to prevent a, a you know? paradox and then, from like, happening. When they exit the snake, they they can travel to any period in time, but only the window in which they were inside the snake. Mm, I think that's probably true. Yeah. Or like the snake just reappears every three hundred years, whatever. So you can you can do jumps. You know, you can travel. Oh, it's like Dracula's castle. It's definite. Well, it's like Cajun Dracula's castle, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what Cajun Dracula sounded like. I just remember that was a recurring character for a week. I believe he sounded like uh, the Ninja Turtles alligator. <laughs> but he said Dracula, <laughs> and he was always guaranteeing things. <laughs> He was always guaranteeing th- that he never drank what wine. Was that alligator? I was going to say Casey Jones, but that's, Casey that Jones was, was not was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah, alligator. what was the alligator? alligator no, might have been Bebop or Rocksteady. Was the alligator like a rhino? Was the alligator Bebop or Rocksteady? Rocksteady was was half rhino. What uh, about Bebop? Maybe Bebop the alligator was, half was warthog. I believe. God damn There's it! Something Who was the tusk. alligator? He was always guaranteeing things. Yeah, no, I agree with you. <laughs> Yeah, he was. Well, he was guaranteeing. He was guaranteeing. Yeah, he was guaranteeing. He was like, I don't know. I, ne- I, know. I never drink. Depressing w- name for an alligator. I never drink wine. That sounds I guarantee. That's yeah. what he would say. Wasn't that a uh, George Clooney movie where they played football, Leatherheads, or something? I thought you, I thought you were going to say that Cajun Dracula was a George Clooney movie. It, is, it was God, the sequel I to Ladybugs, actually. So watch uh. that. <laughs> I would love to watch any movie where George Clooney does a really bad Cajun accent. There's sign me up for you. I'd, I'd rather a Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> Cajun accent. These are both good. These are both good. Yeah, good luck. Look, John, Cajun Rodney Dangerfield would be a delight. The only thing that comes to mind, have you guys ever seen uh, that old Goosebumps game, Escape from Horrorland, the FMV? I have not seen this game. Mm. The the uh, I played it a lot as a child, and uh, Dracula in that game is played by... Chef uh, Paul Prudhomme. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back around. Oh my god, I, his name is escaping me now. This is... Hold on, I got this. Yeah, it's fine. Czech President Milos Zeman. Close. Oh, you know, I'm just it saying is. names we've mentioned recently. Friend of the show, Joe Rothenberg. My God, what is what is wrong with a me? bird hat? The or- Jeff Goldblum. What? There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 I guarantee. <laughs> yeah, listeners, yeah. listeners may not. You know, new listeners may not know um, my my beautiful wife Christine looks like Jeff Goldblum. That's just a fact. Really? She looks like Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Can confirm. Yeah, yeah. You can follow her on Instagram, Goldblooming One, where she does uh, <sighs> photos of herself posed as Jeff Goldblum. She looks a lot like like a you know like Jeff Goldblum, like kind of an Egyptian Jeff Goldblum, but. Just saying. Yeah. Here, I'll put um, up with this in our pre-show notes right there, if you want to check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> yeah, d- that will be in. Whatever this is will be in show notes, probably. It seems like All right, would. panel one. John's eating some popcorn. Yeah. 
How's he doing it? Well, he's throwing it up in the air and catching it in his mouth. A single piece of popcorn. Nice parabola on that mm-hmm. motion line. Of the, there's a lot of, the of piece of popcorn. There's a lot of hopping and in, uh, in arching in, in in this week. If you notice yeah. that. Mm, yeah. That's true. It also, his head is back and his mouth is wide open and a hideous... Uh, um, He's smiling. He's happy to be eating that popcorn. Hideous uh, grin, open mouth grin. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'd call it hideous, but you know, that's. Subje- I'm not going to tell you you're wrong to have that subjective response. Okay. You know, I kind of feel anyway, like all people are beautiful, but in panel two, I I feel like this is all fictional. Fair. In panel two, John, his, his eyes are closed, and he's, you know, he's chewing in mm-hmm. satisfaction. Yep. And Garfield's looking up at him like, oh, brother, look at this jackass. That kind of expression. Yeah. I think that's fair. No, in panel three, Garfield right picks up the entire bowl and uh, throws it up in the air, or, you know... I, how did it? He he eats the popcorn, but like all of it. No, that's great. Does, I feel like you did a yeah. great job of yeah. describing that picture in words, John. He, he threw up. <laughs> he threw the popcorn. He doesn't throw up. Up in the air and caught it all. In, in the mouth. fourth panel, he may throw up. Yeah, he he, he threw up and yeah. So he uses he uses his, highly he uses his cat hands to pick up the bowl of popcorn, accelerate it upwards at a fast rate, and then stop it. And the popcorn continues flying up in the air in a parabola and lands in his mouth. Because of New- Newton's... Because of... Yeah. Now we know that law. Newton's Newton's laws of motion impl- apply inside of the time snake. Mm-hmm. Time snake! Only, only backwards. Well, okay. within the time snake, I think time moves forwards. But the time snake can travel within... Can travel time, I think. Right. What if you're a tachyon inside of a, a time snake? Well, then you would, yeah, you would move in reverse time because you're a tachyon. I think tachyons might be the only thing that the snake cannot consume. It's possible, actually. That's a really <laughs> good point, John. Time snake can't well, eat can tachyons. consume them, it just can't digest them. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, they probably just, they fly right out. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to employ what uh, my myself... Uh, proclaimed catchphrase by saying this probably won't add anything to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, we'll allow it. It's a good catchphrase. But in panel one, if you look at John's nose as if it's just a dot eye, like it, it just looks like an eye, mm-hmm. it, it makes his entire head look like a like a frog, like a cartoon frog. Yeah, yeah. So if you pick, if you imagine his nose just being on the top of his head right like so mm-hmm. like you know he doesn't have any eyes mm-hmm. right and he just has like a weird bump on the top of his bald head and he's got like just some bushy hair in the very back yeah he's, he's balding he's a big balding frog yeah he's like a weird balding frog pac-man right can i can i raise a, an issue hashtag weird balding frog pac-man yeah. <laughs> could, could i raise an issue with regards to this garfield Mm-hmm. The Wikipedia Please. article about tachyons doesn't mention anything <laughs> about moving backwards in time. And I thought that that was just the thing tachyons do is that they travel backwards in time or whatever. But it doesn't say, it says tachyon is a hypothetical particle that always travels faster than light. 
Most physicists believe that faster-than-light particles cannot exist because they're not consistent with the known laws of physics. If a particle such like that did exist, they could be used to build a tachyonic anti-telephone and send signals faster than light, which blah, 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 violate causality, no experience. doesn't say anything about how they... Anti-telephone. I like anti-telephone a lot. Anti-telephone. We're very anti-telephone. <laughs> a tachyonic anti-telephone. But it doesn't say anything here about tachyons moving backwards in time. It does, like, they could violate causality in some ways, but I guess. If you Google tachyons travel backwards in time, you get, you get like, 90,000 results. So that's, I, that's a lot of, resu- that's a lot of results. I mean, how long does it take you to get those results, John? Does, do the results arrive faster before you uh, Google yes, them? Yes, I got the results before. Search? I, yeah, okay. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, as noted by Al... In fact, I haven't clicked search yet. <laughs> As, o- as noted by Albert Einstein, blah, 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 and others, special relativity implies that faster-than-light particles, if they existed, could be used to communicate backwards in time. I think that's the... Mm-hmm. But it doesn't say that they exist backwards in time. So we really, need to, we really need to look more thoroughly into tachyons and causality, John. Uh, if we're gonna be, I disagree. If we're going to be serious about recording a Daily Garfield <laughs> recap podcast... Now that the time snake has made an appearance in Garfield, um, we really is that the canon name for the snake. I think that's the I think that's the name. Time snake. I think that's the name Jim Davis came up with. The time snake. Yeah. Do you, do you guys do you guys want to uh, workshop some other names for this snake? Maybe like a Ted. Or Ted is good. Yeah. <laughs> Ted. I mean Ted the time Ted's snake. Pretty Ted good. the time snake. What about is. Ted the time snake or Niles Roger? Oh, because the S moved from Roger to Nile. Was it Niles Rogers? Yeah, oh, Roger yeah. Roger from Nile Rogers. It, it, so the, S was, the S was a tachyon. Yeah. The S moved right, backwards yeah. in yeah. time. So it moved, moved the time snake in, is in, named in, Niles Roger. In the text. I like that. I'm into that. I think the time snake is probably named Niles Roger. <laughs> That's a, t- totally reasonable. Man, why Let's it go got to be Niles? Why can't it be Tommy or Filbert or something? It's just his name, you know. It's the name it was okay. his mother gave it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I okay. One thing I like about this one, uh-huh. the Ginsburg Landau theory of superconductivity. There's a lot of things I like about it. Okay, go on. It's a it's a good Garfield. So uh-huh. you know, um, I like the symmetry of the the motion lines. Sure. You know, in uh, panels one and three. Agree. Agree. Yes. You got two nice. Parabola, parabolas there uh, in, in different directions. They're like mirror images of each other. That's nice. There's more popcorn at the end of the second one. Yeah, the other one has all the popcorn. I like that all the popcorn just gets one motion line. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, it, like it's all moving I, it, exactly. It would be weird and... if he drew like a separate motion line for each one. It, it probably would have looked wrong. It, you can imagine them it getting... It would have looked like a... Like, you can imagine them getting a double motion line, though. Yeah, but I like oh, I yeah, like, like the, the bowl. Single, yeah, I like the single motion yeah. line. I like John Arbuckle's facial expressions in all three panels. I, lo- I love we to, Garfield's facial expressions in panels one and two. We forgot to mention that John is surprised in, in panel, panel three. three. Yeah, right. yeah. Maybe with the single action line, we're we're meant to assume that. Uh, all of this popcorn exists as one entity, like one mass. Yeah, yeah. It's like it has just one vector there. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. John ate the mm. only single piece of popcorn, and then Garfield ate the other mass mm. of popcorn. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, reality, um, reality, you're going to, you're going to experience a lot of paradoxes in reality when you're inside the time snake. Nile Rogers. Mm -hmm. Niles Roger. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It's just true. Just true. Oh, I'm sorry. My host. Name? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. That's 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 what happens. Yeah. Oh, that's just how sorry. I, w- I was reading about tachyons. I st- stopped paying attention. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I was trying it. to come up with a snake pun based on that name, Niles. Mm, well, he pronounces mm, it, it. Sounds like Niles. There. That's mm. there. You go. That's a pun. It's anyway. basically a pun. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. James Robert Davis, born July 28, 1945, is an American cartoonist best known as the creator of comic strips Garfield and U.S. Acres, a.k.a. Orson's Farm. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I've never heard it called that. That's what it was called in Britain. It's called in the U.K. It's called Orson's Farm in the U.K. Lisa Dupe, can you confirm this? Or... Canada. Can't remember. Maybe I both. I think outside the United um, States, they, they sold it as Orson's Farm, so, be, so oh, it wouldn't be too, okay. you know, come on. It's too nationalistic. I'm in favor of it. Well, you I'm know, you, you remember how nationalistic U.S. Acres got by the end. It does put a different spin on it, though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess I already thought of Orson as the main character, yeah. but mm-hmm. I mean, that really cements it. I like to imagine anyway. that U.S. Acres became, like, hyper-nationalistic at the end of the run. Or just, just super experimental and surreal. Yeah. And, and or. Maybe both. You know? <laughs> like it, like it, like Italian futurism. Every strip's like a dolly painting. I like to think of it as more Italian futurism, but whichever. Uh, F.T. Marinetti. Yeah. You can rate anyway. and review or subscribe on Apple Podcast or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not be uh, visit the website yeah. beingjimdavis.com. Why, Why not do that? There are many reasons. Not Why to. not follow uh, Fruit Clock Challenge 9920. The... Yeah, we're going to change the show's Twitter handle to at Fruit Clock Challenge. <laughs> what? At Why not Fruit Clock Challenge 99. At Fruit Clock Challenge 99. The show and its current, current uh, listenership. I think. Listenership loves you can fruit. follow the show on Twitter at being Jim Davis. Yep. You can follow me at LVNNTV, or you can follow Mila Zemmen. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Czech president. You should do that at M Zemmen Officiani. Yeah, Lynn, you're an yeah. you're an expert in this. Like you run a produce department. If, you're correct. If you were going to construct a f- a clock out of fruit. Mm-hmm. Which fruits would you recommend? This is a little 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 uh, tip for our listeners who are still with us and and wanting to okay. compete in Fruit Clock Challenge ninety nine twenty. The challenge does extend for the rest of twenty twenty. Okay, so you want it's to create true. a single clock? Yeah, a work ideally a working clock that can really tell time, constructed entirely of fruit. That's our ideal. Oh, I think I think we're a little looser than I, I'd say constructed entirely of produce. Right? I mean, you know, there's an ideal... We're, we're calling it fruit. Okay, it should be at least 50% fruit. John, I think the ideal is that it's a working clock composed entirely of fruit. The reality is any shit you throw together will be fine. <laughs> or just take a photo of, like, a regular yeah, clock. Yeah, just a regular clock in. and say, like, it's an apple. It'll probably work yeah. better. Can we prove it's not an apple? 
Uh, I mean, I guess if I had to give any kind of uh, advice, let's call it advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should make the clock using a lemon as a battery. Mm, and sage advice. Get your fucking limes out of here, says Being Jim Davis guest host off and my clock. produce expert Lynn Motes. No fucking limes. On a lemon. That's not. Anyway. Yep. Thank you and good. <laughs> yep. Food <laughs> Talk Challenge right. 9920. Well, okay. Good night. Thank you and good okay. night. Good luck. Yeah, good night and good luck. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows